0: Welcome to a new episode of the Eaching with Clarity podcast. I'm afraid that, to begin with, I owe you another apology for the sound quality. Let me tell you what happened. I noticed my podcast recording service had an option to process the audio automatically, remove the background noise, equal out the levels, and so on. I thought that was a great time-saving idea, so I turned it on. And then I had several readings scheduled in quick succession, so I did a few with this automatic processing turned on before I listened to any of the recordings, and discovered that it makes us sound as if we're sitting in biscuit tins. I'm sorry. I won't do it again. The good news is that this is a really good reading, lively and dynamic, and full of the sense of the oracle as a living presence doing its thing. I hope that'll distract you from the biscuit tin effect. This episode features a reading with Trisha. In a nutshell her question was how to leave this conflict behind? You'll hear the full version of the question in our conversation. She's talking about an internal conflict, or state of stuckness. She has a feeling that the way things keep turning out must mean she's getting in her own way somehow. Basically, she's asking how to get free of this thing when she knows what it is, but it's really not easy to describe. I think this is a good example of what does and doesn't matter about questions. It does matter that Trisha knows what she's asking. Specifically, she's asking for advice, a how-to question. So she knows the hexagram imagery will show her a picture of herself doing what she needs to do, or being how she needs to be, to get past this. She doesn't quite know how to describe it. And though I do my very best, I'm not actually sure that I, as the interpreter, ever fully understand its nature either. And this part doesn't matter in the least. You don't need some state of perfect, limpid, crystal clarity about your situation to consult the Yijing. In fact, if you had that, you might not need to ask at all. So long as you know what you're asking for, what kind of picture you need to see, that's fine. The wording doesn't matter at all. Though, on this occasion, Ye does engage very directly with the wording, the metaphor Trisha chooses to describe her problem. You'll see what I mean as you listen to the reading. Hi, Trisha. Thank you for doing this. No, thank you. Thank you for bringing your reading. Yes. Yes. It's an interesting one. I'm hoping that I understand it. For what you said in emails, you're trying to follow your path, especially a vocational path, and you keep getting stuck, stymied. Um, You either feel Mm. compelled to sacrifice it to someone, um, as if you were their mother or they expect you to, or else to rebel against it. And you get people treating you as if you were there to look after them or something. And there's conditioning in you that says you should be looking after people and not upsetting anyone and not rocking any boats and not hurting anybody and not, for instance, getting anywhere. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm. And And and
2: look, at it's not my whole exi- uh the whole reality of my existence. I can very much see mm-hmm. that it just is like a perspective on it. But um, <clears throat> that's why I um, wrote it as an internal conflict as well, because mm-hmm. very much working with it that way. How can I change what's going on in here?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Um, though you said it, it has, it shows up in the real world, so in, the, in the outer world, as. Um, not finding a permanent home as well and...
2: yeah yeah it's that's been a um a big theme been uh been very difficult throughout the pandemic um, which was a factor obviously mm-hmm. um but recently uh very much very very difficult to find a place and um it's been taking its toll. I think when I was younger, it wouldn't have bothered me, you know, moving around. Um, I went camping mm. as as one way to fill the time between my next rental. And I, I lasted one night.
0: <laughs> I, <laughs> I couldn't do it. <laughs> oh, yikes. Mm. Yes, I, I can sympathize. Going camping is fun when you have a home to come to. And yes. that's sort of the point of it, I think so yeah. yeah there's that and and also you said back and neck pain that is yeah. really interfering with life
2: yeah, yeah. but interestingly mm. um as you were uh, clarifying the questions with me through email prior to this uh I've, I've had a little relief in my back my neck isn't so great mm-hmm. but and i have had some movement so mm-hmm. that's good
0: good oh super excellent so you asked. Actually, I want to read out the whole question you sent me um, because it's really expressive. How do I leave this conflict behind, exit the dilemma, move on from it, and be able to walk my path without stopping because of it? Get off the merry-go-round, relieve my soul's constipation. <laughs> <Which is laughs> brilliantly put, and that, that make, you know that makes sense as a single question to me. That that all hold, that holds together. And ye answers with hexagram fifty nine dispersing, changing at lines two and four and five to thirty five advancing, progressing. So I'd like to look at those two as an overview, and then fifty nine and then thirty five and then the moving lines. So off we go. How do you leave it behind? By dispersing it. Yeah. Very simple and direct, I think 59 dispersing is what you need to do. Here's the immediate answer. Here's how that can happen, which is tricky when what you're looking for is a permanent home would be really nice. And also a sense of progress, a sense that I start at A and I get to B. And Uh. dispersing doesn't work like that. I think to, think to, (laughs) to maybe to dispel the... Dispel the conflict and the sense of running into resistance. The uh, you know dispersing needs needs to happen, Um, and then thirty five advancing is what you want to do. Um, That's kind of an underlying direction and purpose. Um, And from what you said, it's sort of the opposite of uh, your experience of the inner conflict. Because 35 is not about how not to hurt anyone or how not to get hurt or how not to rock the boat or how to keep your head below the parapet. It's just, okay, what gifts have I been given? How can I multiply them? It's Mm. gratitude and appreciation and engagement and going for it. Um, Mm. So putting those two together, um, dispersing's advance. So as dispersing might advance by looking for the opportunities and ways to grow everything scatters everything opens out and the desire for growth kind of keeps things expanding
2: so it's not like a set a goal and go to that one point Mm.
0: it's more like a exactly yes
2: somebody throwing out a bunch of seeds over the soil. Yes,
0: yeah, exactly. Scattering. Mm, precisely. <laughs> I um yeah, and that brings us to a more direct way of saying it which is disperse your advancing. Mm. so the first hexagram yeah. acting on the second one. Mm. So in so yeah, instead of saying right I have to make progress here along this channel in this way by this amount, you know I have to make a success of this project, I have to get this promotion or whatever the sense of uh, growth and increase and opportunity spreads out and expands and fills your whole experience so it's everywhere.
1: Um, mm. It kind of
0: bursts the banks of the channel mm. um, where it was confined. So it might show up in <laughs> other areas of life, um, <laughs> in other ways. And
2: <laughs> I was just thinking, so... It- It would change the constipation of my soul to some sort of explosive diarrhea.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I have been looking at this and thinking, you know, you want to deal with the constipation of your soul, so I suppose you could call hexagram 59 the laxative of the soul. But (laughs) I am never, never going to call this hexagram that again. And I would just like to point out this was your image, not mine. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) uh yeah Uh, (laughs) dispersing it means melting and dissolving and um oh dear it means a change of state from solid to liquid (laughs) it (laughs) does i always say it's about it um it's not my fault that's interesting um I didn't, I
2: never, never sort of even thought of that. So it is about changing, mm. like a melting. That's a very interesting yes, image. Yes,
0: melting is one of the things it means. I mean, my dim memories of school science lessons, I was a train wreck at those and I gave it up as fast as I can. But I do remember that solid matter, oh. the atoms, is it, particles I don't know, are all are all held together mm-hmm. in a matrix. So they're in sort of, you know, they're yep. in a fixed relation to one another. And then in liquids, the the bonds between them are a bit more flexible. I really don't know what I'm talking about, but the, there's more oh. movement between the particles. And then the gaseous state is where the particles are, move, are much more scattered, dispersed, and are moving around much more freely. And, they and don't the name have of this hexagram, bonds. they don't have the matrix of bonds holding them together. So this one is there in relation to that one. Yeah, exactly. And the name of this hexagram means melting, amongst other things, and its trigrams show water below and wind above and have to do with the liquid turning to vapour. So it's at each stage, it's the sense of something going towards a more fluid state.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah.
0: It's
2: very, Um, I mean, that's, I was brought up in a very traditional way. I have very traditional parents so Mm. um while that idea is great to me uh, that yeah it's difficult for me to go about the world in that Mm. way because
0: yeah yes you know where everything is and everyone is in relation to everyone else
1: Mm. 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 Mm.
0: Mm. yes um yes i do think the imagery of this is very very clearly opposed to what how you describe the problem. Um, I mean, there's pain okay. in your neck and back that immobilizes you. You said something about having been in a holding pattern. This you know, this mm-hmm. is exactly the opposite of a holding pattern. Um, <laughs> I'm mm. dispersing, mm, isn't it? Disp- it mm. deals with conflict because it removes the whole thing of this is where I stand. You know, this is my place. That's your place. Mm. This is my interest. That's your interest. This is my property. That's yours. Mm, Um, that's a big one. I I live on this side of the wall. You're on that side of the wall. That's your wall. This is my wall. Um, This is my place. This is my nature. This is my path. That's yours over there. This is who I am. This is where I am. This is where I fit in relation to all the others. This is what I do. That's what that's their role over there. And so on. And all that in hexagram 59 gets dissolved. Hmm. Um, It's not necessarily a fun hexagram. It's frequently not a fun hexagram at all, because we do need quite a bit of, you know, where the hell am I to navigate life. But there's a time when things have to be swept away. Lisa Haber writes about this brilliantly. So I copied a quote from her site. She says, A flood destroys all the old structures, paving the way for a new, fresh and as yet clean life, open for new possibilities. For a life with an open gateway to the cosmos, man's mind needs deluges, dissolving all the rigid structures like opinions, prejudices, ties, obligations. They all give a feeling of security, but they restrict and narrow down. They take away the essential deep security of universal openness. That's Mm. (laughs) that's good stuff, isn't it? That's that's, beautiful and mm.
2: scary at the same time.
0: Yes, yes, exactly. And if you think about what hexagram 59 isn't, it isn't. It's paired an inverse hexagram, which is 60, measuring the contrast between the two says: dispersing means yeah. spreading out, and measuring means stopping. And measuring you know, it makes agreements and it draws lines between things. It divides things into segments so mm-hmm. that they're manageable and you can think about that's them and more, process them.
2: That's more how I like. Yeah, things to be. Yeah. I'm very, I, I'm very. It's, it's up, how
0: things. Bad. Yeah, it's how things work. It's highly necessary, but you can only grow those new measures after you've flooded out the old ones, I think, really cleared the space. So you can grow something organic instead of just having a wall that's there because it's always been there. And that's Mm. my granny's wall. So that's my wall. (laughs) Um, The Oracle says dispersing creates success with the king's presence. There's a temple. Fruitful to cross the great river, constancy bears fruit. So, yeah, with all this new energy, I think, you know, the new movement and dynamism and the whole sort of where the hell am I kind of effect of 59, the challenge is to have some direction and meaning in it. And that's done by bringing the king to the temple. Partly because that finds us that's finding a centre, the temple's the centre, and also because it's making the connection you know the king doesn't live in the temple he has to come there be present there, which I think means connecting the the rules or what would we call them the principles you live by okay. um bringing those to the temple, connecting them with the sacred okay in ancient china the king had authority because he was connected to his ancestral spirits who were connected to heaven right. and you know without and that was why he was the king because he could make the offerings that made the connections um, right you know, he wasn't he wasn't king for any other reason so everything else might have washed away but here's a center that holds and It's that the rules and principles come from the sacred and, you know, not from precedent and not from where the walls have always been. And because they're not anymore, Um, they're down the river somewhere. (laughs) Mm. Yeah. And then it says it's fruitful to cross the great river, which um, is fun. It means, you know, you're not just going along the bank. Maybe you can't even find the bank anymore. Um, you're going against. You have to go against the current to cross it. You know, not confined to the channel, but you know, um, colouring outside the lines to change metaphor. Mm-hmm. Going it's, against
2: conformity mm,
0: as well, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. It's what's. It's not what's normally done, or it's not. It's not the comfort zone. It's not what's obvious and easy.
1: Hmm. Um, hmm. Yeah, I mean I would, yeah.
2: Go ahead. just um because I had been looking to buy a house also and I came up at, against a lot of um a lot of op- opinions from my real estate agent that I, I believe I missed out on a few places that he may have shown other other of his clients because mm. I was a single woman. <laughs> um uh. Yeah, yeah, so I think I've come up against that quite a bit, um, interestingly. And also um, because I'm not in certain um, uh, industries which are favoured for more, for having more income and that kind of thing. Mm. It's very, where I am, it's very... um, popularized community so all the really rich people just live in one area and then people who are who are hispanic mm. live in another area and it's 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 bizarre
0: um oh yeah, mm. Mm. yeah it could probably do with a flood yes metaphor yeah. is but yes yeah. Mm. yeah um let's see the trigrams um, you can see them as wood over water, and then that's one way to cross the river. Uh, you can see them as wind over the water, and then it looks like the offerings that uh, that are cooked for the spirits and then evaporate. The spirits apparently come and eat, the, come and consume the steam and are nourished on that.
1: Yeah. Oh. Mm. Okay.
0: So there's you know the inner flow.
1: But the the, the, in the spirits and un-
2: the spirits are nourished by the f- the dispersing itself.
1: Yeah,
0: um, and the the image says the wind moves above the stream, dispersing. And the ancient kings made offerings to the highest to establish the temples. Which uh, always gives me a bit of a double take because you know, surely you establish temples by p- piling up a lot of rocks and then you get something nice and solid and permanent. But no, they're making theirs yeah. out of wind and stream. Hmm. which are actually feng and shui, um, as in feng shui, mm-hmm. so that's mm-hmm. interesting. I mean, no, they're making them out of offerings, and that establishes temples.
1: The ancient that kings knew what they were amazing. doing.
0: <laughs> mm, But it's also, I mean, it's intuitively right, isn't it? Um, is it? I mean, the, te- the, the te- temples are made of offerings that's the point of them that's what they are i get it um, as get long it. as there are offerings going on there's a temple um yeah there could be a lot okay. of rocks and no offerings and then it would be a lot of rocks
2: <laughs> well, well to put that into a modern um context mm. what, what would that look like um it, my immediate thought is that it's it's like the cafe that I go to, there's a great sense of community there and um, I'm always talking to people and the one, that's the one thing that's been like a, a sense of uh, an anchor as I've uh, been searching for a place and, and not knowing what I'm doing is uh, been able to go to that one place.
0: Oh, Lord, there's a poem I saw today. Describes this and that. I can't remember at all. I will try to find it, but yes, it is also about the idea that the temples. I think it says fleeting temples are
1: where we interact and honor one another. Um, hmm. That's cool. Yeah. Let me just interrupt myself here to say I tracked
0: down the poem. It's "Small Kindnesses" by Danusha Lameres. You might have come across it yourself. It's the one that begins, I've been thinking about the way when you walk down a crowded aisle people pull in their legs to let you by. I do not read you the whole poem in case I get in trouble with copyright law, so I'll link to it in the show notes at onlineclarity.co.uk forward slash twenty-five. That's O-N-L-I-N-E-C-L-A-R-I-T-Y dot C-O dot U-K forward slash and the digits two, five. Here's how the poem ends. We have so little of each other now, so far from tribe and fire, only these brief moments of exchange. What if they are the true dwelling of the holy, These fleeting temples we make together when we say, Here, have my seat. Go ahead, you first. I like your hat. I'm glad Trisha started us reflecting on this question of where you might find a temple these days. Back to the reading. In in the small, simple ways... Yeah. And also, I suppose it says that if you want a sense that your life is meaningful and connected and alive and vibrant and not stuck and running into dead ends, then you need the sense of dedication to something higher and making offerings
1: uh-huh.
0: rather than trying to pile up,
1: build up something solid, which is probably counterintuitive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. uh-huh. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I'm also I'm also between homes, and I find all this stuff about dispersing residences a bit much, to be honest.
1: <laughs> mm.
0: Yeah, all very nice, but I really like to know where I'm going to live.
1: <laughs> anyway,
0: mm. yeah, um, the relating hexagram thirty-five, advancing the underlying sense of what you want and the pattern that you want to shift. Um, It means advancing or promoting or being promoted. So it absolutely has to do with success at work, amongst other things. Um, It has a story behind it of Prince Khan, who uh, served his brother, the king, and was rewarded with a fiefdom and with the gift of horses that are mentioned in the oracle. And it mean, also means sunrise, and the sun is in the, is in the old Chinese character. And the trigrams show the, show the sun, the light rising above the earth. And it's really interesting what this one isn't. It isn't hexagram 36. It's pair ah. where the light is under the earth. Advancing means daylight, brightness hidden means punishment. And the way you described what we're up against, it sounds quite 36-ish to me, like an internalised brightness hiding. Um, And also um, I've mm. I've been
2: in a lot of hermitude. Like I've literally not been seen anywhere. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yes, I'm 36 hides away. Maybe it need, there's its partly needing to hide away to stay safe, and yeah. it's partly people not seeing you. Um, even if you're there, you're not—you're not, you're not yeah. recognized, yeah. You're not visible. So yeah, not that. Thirty-five, <laughs> exactly, not that. I thirty-five just assumes that you're going to use and multiply your gifts. There's nothing in the way. It's your day. What's right for you is going to be recognized and rewarded and accepted. And yeah, this is your relating hexagram. It's the underlying reality. It's the direction things are going in. It's what to know. Prince Kang used a gift of horses to breed a multitude. And in the course of a day, he mated them three times, (laughs) which is, yeah. Well, I mean, he wasn't, you know, he's got this lovely gift of horses. He's not just going to leave them to in the stables with a nose bag you mm. them to get on with it and make lots more little horses <laughs> you have gifts and you want to use them um, you want to use them now and not hang about
2: that's very the, the sequences I from do.
0: hexagram 34 the sequences from 34 which is great vigor great strength um, and it says things cannot be complete with vigor and so advancing follows. I, you know, just being strong, having the energy is not an end in itself.
1: Um, mm.
0: It's like the parable of the talents in the Bible, only with more horses having sex. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Jesus told the story of the one, one who was given five talents and went and invested them and made 10 um and the one who was given two talents and went and invested them and made four and they both did really well. And there was one who was given one and he thought I'd oh, get in trouble if I lose this. Um and so he went and buried it. He's afraid of being judged. <laughs> when the master comes back, he brings it back and says, you know, look, here 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 it is, you've got it, you've got it back. Um and the master is deeply unimpressed and banishes him to the outer darkness. Oh. Um that's very thirty-five and thirty-six, isn't it? Especially the burying it. Yeah. Um yeah. I don't, don't want to lose it. Don't want to be judged.
1: Okay, uh, it in a hole over here. Mm. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. But yes, not that.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Go out go out go out and risk it. Um bring the stallion to the mares again. Let's get something going. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, mm. Make hay while the sun shines, and the sun is shining on the fields in the dry grounds. It's yeah, the light comes forth over the earth, advancing. a noble one's own light shines in her character. Keyword shining, I think. Um, the inner strength and readiness of the earth becomes the outer light. Your day, your time to shine. Get the light out from under the bushel. You know, be, be galvanised, be active, make the most of what you've got by dispersing it. Mm. <laughs> so,
1: bursting the banks. Mm.
0: So that brings us to the moving lines. Really? Three moving lines. I think they. I think they tell a story in a way. And there's what you what you flee to, and then there's what you disperse. It's like. Hold to this and let go of that. This is dispersed advancing, so it's not going to be a a horse breeding program that goes strictly according to plan. It's probably going to be some wild horses coming down off the mountains that get mixed in and maybe there'll be a zebra. (laughs) Um, It's going to be exciting. (laughs) So, (laughs) yeah. Um, Line two, dispersing, flee to your support. Regrets vanish. Um fleeing is mm. running straight to something, making a beeline for it. What that is what I've done. To, um, mm-hmm.
2: In order to find a place. What I, done? I was that's yeah, that's how it felt. I was running to everybody that I knew in town, and I, mm. I felt like I was just running and running and like talking to everybody, like, how can I find a place? <laughs> um mm. yeah.
0: And it's, it, it's worked. I mean, you are yeah. in a place. Out, mm-hmm.
1: Yeah? Yeah.
0: Hmm. Mm. Yeah, and it's quite a general word, support. Apparently it means a small table and an opportunity and a machine, um, <laughs> which is really helpful. Um, <laughs> yay, dictionaries. Um, there is wood in the character. So at this flood, um, it floats. You know, it's what's visible. Um, if everything else has gone um, and if this line changes on its own, it points you to hexagram 20, which is seeing. So there is a sense of stepping back and getting perspective. Yeah, I mean, my experience of it has been uh, that if previously I had a particular source of security, of belonging and place and, you know, this is solid and this is how I know where I am, and that was gone then it's about broadening my view to see what's available and often it's something much simpler so so that i'm no longer saying i don't have that so i'm lost i've seen it in relationships for if i don't have this man i'll be lost no no you won't
1: um mm,
0: okay. <laughs> go to your support i well, made in that case i mm-hmm. meant go to your mother i don't know um, <laughs> um <laughs> mm. I had it when I wasn't able to go to my regular shops where I regularly found good food that made me feel sustained and supported and provided for. But I found I could go and forage wild greens that were growing in the garden just out the window. Um, It's more direct and more simple. And it's also a dispersed kind of vision when you can see, you know, what's the kind that you have in foraging. You can see what's there. Mm.
2: yeah it's almost like using that metaphor that example it's like that that old sa- that saying it's like it's right in front of your face but you can't see it
0: yes possibly you're too busy regretting the thing that you haven't got
1: <laughs>
0: um mm, the thing that went yeah um it's That's the first true. step t- <laughs> into he- towards hexagram 35 yeah i it's definitely been true for me. <laughs> it's a first step towards hexagram 35 too. You're Seeing what's there, seeing what you're given, what support mm. you've got, what skills you have, um, what gifts you have. Hmm. Yeah, I think support, I found support to be the main meaning for me. It does also mean a machine. And there's a suggestion that the first machine was a loom the oldest complex oh, yeah. machine. Yeah. Where it has, you know, points where, you know, you move one thing and it moves many things and creates a, a, something mm. complex and beautiful. So it's kind of a point, the point of most effective action.
1: Mm. Cool.
0: So mm, Yeah. but yeah, My experience of it has been, you know, there's something closer and simpler and supportive. Um, you know, and if everything else has gone, that's still there. I think possibly it's they deliberately used a very general word. Sometimes right. it's going to mean go to your mother and sometimes it's going to mean there are nettles in the garden and sometimes it's going to mean your friends can show you a place to live. Um, mm. and, and sometimes it's going to mean, remember, you have these skills.
1: Mm. Okay.
0: Mm. Yeah. Line four, I mm. think. I think this is a crucial one because you asked about dispersing. Well, you asked about um, escaping from an internal conflict. And this line changes to hexagram six, which is arguing conflict. So this is a very direct part of the answer. Yeah. And it says, dispersing your flock from the source. Good fortune. Dispersing gains the hilltop and no barbarian has occasion to think of this um flocks i mean the word for flock does actually contain sheep so i reckon there are sheep here and they run together instinctively they follow one another that's what they do but here they're dispersed so it can refer to the instinct to go and be with others and it can also refer to a store of wealth which is what a flock was you know you have lots of sheep and they're all together then you have a store of power and some status some security I wonder if this line isn't telling the story of, um, you know, the barbarians are raiding, but if we disperse our flock, they won't be able to find it. Um, They can't steal Mm. it. They can't even see there is a flock. Um, And Actually, of course, Mm. if you disperse it, then there isn't a flock. It's like, um, yeah, if you make a fist, then you've got a fist. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And now if you open your hand... That fist you had, um, where's it gone you
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, you thought you had one, but now you haven't, um <laughs> and then now you know the thing you the thing you thought you had was just something you were doing, um, yeah, and I think the flock is the same, you thought you had a flock, but actually, um oh, yeah, yeah,
2: you know, that's great, yeah,
0: they're dispersed, um, and you start there are still just as many sheep, um none none of them's lost. But because you don't have everything concentrated in one place, you're immune to attack. Because there isn't something there that um, that the barbarians can go for. Oh, and the barbarians, they're the Yi, which also translates as wounding or hiding. It's from the name of Hexagram 36. Ah, It's the same word. So I think this is referring you back to that. It's about escaping the attacks of what wounds your light, of what makes you hide and
1: Mm. escape.
0: Um, It's by just not being there to be attacked. Dispersing gains the hilltop, gains the higher view. It's kind of a whole other dimension. And you can imagine the barbarians are running around in the valley saying, you know, (laughs) if we could just find you know, if we can just find the, the where where all the defenders are, then we'll know where the flock is and then we can attack. Um
2: yeah. well, there isn't
0: there isn't a me, spot. There isn't there mm.
2: Oh, it reminds me of um uh Hanging Rock in Australia. It's a imploded volcano and it has these massive sort of monoliths. And it was where the bush <laughs> rangers used to go up to to look over the valley. And pick out whose house that they would steal from, basically. But you can't, (laughs) you can't see. They they were totally, um, it's totally a massive position of advantage because as you're standing there, no one in the valley can see you, but you can see everything else.
1: Mm. Yeah. Yes. The the
0: other seeing from another dimension. Mm. Mm. (laughs) Yes. So I do think this is a really direct answer to how to get past the internal conflict and how you you disperse conflict by not gathering a flock, not amassing your energy around one position and saying, you know, this is my stuff. This is my status. This is my power. This is my strength. This is, you know, and I'm going, you know, I'm going this way. Um, Mm. You scatter it. You disperse it. And then I, I, I guess the, you know, the inner critic or censor or voice that right. says you can't—that's wrong—has nothing to has nothing to go for, has no target.
1: Right. I think
0: <laughs> so. Less entrenching. No, no defences. Um, it kind of takes two sides to make a conflict. And if one side has just disappeared into the landscape,
1: mm, cool.
0: then its you know, it's all just flowing through um
1: it's not in, it's not entrenched anywhere mm. 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 And, and then line five dispersing sweat, his great proclamation,
0: dispersing the king's residence, no mistake. This is sort of the big dramatic line um, as a huge decision to work and to proclaim and to expend all the energies and give it everything and hold nothing in reserve. It's sort of a turning point because it's line five. It's the ruler's place. It's a decision. Um, I suppose line four, you're dispersing the flock. So you're, you're gradually coming towards this point where dispersing is something you do, something you decide to do and not just something that happens to you
2: right
0: dispersing sweat like your your own body is is changing state in a sense um your your solid body is producing liquid and evaporating it do enough of this and you lose lots of weight athletes lose loads of lose a lot of weight when they're exercising they're giving it everything and you know they're literally leaving themselves on the court Mm.
1: um
0: and dispersing the king's residence yeah the, you know, the centre, everything's built around it. I mean, this is kind of interesting, as your residence is already pretty damn dispersed, isn't it?
2: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I yeah. literally, I have a storage unit back in Australia as well, a storage unit here <laughs> full of stuff. i oh, stuff
1: all over the place.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have a bunch of stuff in a storage unit as well, but at least it's not on a different continent, so... <laughs> mm. you're, more dis- <laughs> you're more dispersed than I am. It does say this is no mistake. I mean, which I find hard to imagine. Um, but the point of something not being a mistake is that it's... Apparently the original meaning of this is that it's not a curse from the ancestors. So,
1: oh, that's cool.
0: Mm, yeah, I. It's. I think if it's not a curse, then it's not... You know, you're not locked out of the flow. You're not
1: doomed. Yeah. It's
0: not a case of no matter what you try, you know, so you're already cursed and nothing's going to work. So won't, they're not having you. So what's happening can still be part of the flow and part of the solution even. I mean, I find this hard to say because I hate this business of having my residence dispersed with a fiery passion, but <laughs>
1: there <you go>. mm. <laughs>
0: Um, mm, I hope it works better for you.
1: <laughs> it does no. also. Mm, no, how oh well <laughs> mm, It does
0: also mean dispersing the granaries. This line, dispersing the king's granaries, which is something he would do in times of crisis or transition, open them up to share with all. Apparently, this is what King Wu did after he uh, conquered the Shang, the first Zhou ruler. He uh, distributed their wealth and their grain all across the country, which made everybody very happy. So it's, it's you know, if you have reserves, you give them, you hold nothing back. Okay. Um, yeah, this line changes to hexagram four, which is not knowing ignorance. I think it's flowing out without security, without knowing in advance where it will go or how it will work out. It flows out into completely new, unknown territory, like that stream flowing down the mountain of hexagram four, and it's you know, it's without shelter, it's without protection. wise person on the Ichching community said it's letting the castle fall without a guarantee of a new home, which is a bit close to home, isn't it so I think it is dispersing ignorance, dispersing, not knowing. Because you're not holding onto any shield or protective covering, but opening all the floodgates and letting the stream find its own course, letting everything be in motion mm. and not putting it back.
1: Mm. Mm,
2: that's mm. yeah. That that um, that is uh, a great image to just let the stream make its own course. But that is difficult to rectify with Mm. the uh, (laughs) the old
0: thinking Um, oh yes yeah I mean obviously you want want to keep a flock so that you know where your flock is and you want to keep a granary so that you've got some grain stored up and you want something to hang on to but in Mm. how to resolve the conflict this is talking about not holding on to any of them as if that creates the point of resistance mm. and the thing to fight over. Um,
1: right.
0: Mm-mm. And there is a support to flee to, which I think it's kind of important that that comes first. There is this one clear, simple, right. visible support. And then the extras, well, like, the flocks, the granaries, those can go. Yeah, as you're,
2: describing, as you're describing that last line with dispersing the granaries especially I can feel my like inner survival sort of going but no no
1: (laughs) I will not let go of these (laughs) things yeah 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 I can completely relate
0: Mm. (laughs) Um, so those are the three lines that add up to dispersed advancing dispersing advancing how you use and multiply your gifts in a dispersed way without with the simple support and without but without the securities uh. mm. Mm.
1: well you did ask <laughs> yeah. mm. um, and what yeah what
0: uh What stands out for you? What jumps out for you from this lot?
2: Yeah, um, I mean, it definitely, uh, my ideals totally match with that image. But I can Mm -hmm. feel, just especially with that last line you're describing, the fear that comes up for me just in thinking about doing that. And so I can feel feel um very much feel that where that resistance has come coming from which isn't in the reading at all you know, how you're describing 36 compared to 35 um it, it makes me mm. think of ever what i always used to say to my mother which used to infuriate her and I, I said, I used to say to her, "surrender" to the not knowing, Mum. Surrender, and she, she would get exactly angry yes. <laughs> and uh, here I find mm. myself not being able to do it myself.
1: Mm. Yeah. Um. I,
0: I think. I, I think there is something liberating in the fifth line as well.
1: Um,
2: I can imagine, yeah, going Nothing into that back. would actually feel mm. really, really good.
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah. Um I guess you don't have to be familiar with Buffy the Vampire Slayer, do you?
2: Well it, in fact that was what I first thought of when you first started the reading, when you just describing because in the last episode of the very last season. Oh, yes. She um, yes. she gave her power to all women instead of keeping it just for herself. And so it was a dispersing yes. of that power.
0: Yes. And when I, because I have this kind of conversation with the Oracle, when I asked Ye what that was, what, what was done with the size and the distribution of power, I received mm. hexagram 59 with lines 5 and 6 changing. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is why I mentioned it um yeah. so when you know when you says dispersing sweat great outcry i hear are you ready to be strong and mm. <laughs> see the see the montage of all all the girls all the all the yeah women getting the,
2: receiving oh, so, the power. So,
0: yeah 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 it's brilliant isn't it <laughs> mm. oh, i'm so glad you know that <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was thinking if I leave a pause, I can cut this bit out. If she says no, what the <laughs> hell are you talking about? <laughs>
2: uh, no, I, mm. that was something I grabbed onto in the beginning of the pandemic when everybody was isolated. I watched Buffy from mm. episode one right <laughs> to the end. <laughs>
0: Wonderful. Mm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, this is, yeah, that's that's her
1: line, line five, I think. Mm. Um, yeah
0: cool mm so yes, I think i think, i I don't obviously you know I only partly understand the question, never mind the answer, <laughs> but I get a feeling from this that that which yeah the story of my life, but anyway, um, I get a feeling that the conflict the confrontation happens may, might happen because you're holding on to certain definitions of success and progress,
2: yeah
0: um yeah. It goes along this channel, whereas if that is allowed to burst its banks, um, it it can flow everywhere, and you know, and then some mm-hmm. things that are invisible will will become visible.
2: Mm-hmm. Maybe that makes a
1: lot of sense. Mm. That really
0: does. I, yeah, and the more you say it, it has to go this way along these lines, then kind of the easier it is for the resistance to be mounted in that place, right? Um, you know if if you want to go along along these tracks, then we'll amass the army here and stop you. Mm, <laughs> but, mm. you know, it, it could all be lined up here to fight you. Whereas it, if you're everywhere, then
1: there's nothing to fight. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah.: mm. Mm. Yeah, very cool, very cool. Thank you
2: so much, mm. too. It's such a uh, opportunity to have um this, so thank you.
0: But thank you for sharing it. So there you have it, hexagram fifty nine as a laxative for the soul. You heard it here first, and if you're lucky, you might avoid ever, ever hearing it again. That was an amazing moment, courtesy of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, though, wasn't it? Years ago, I asked ye about that moment in the final episode and received hexagram 59, line 5. And now, Yi gives Trisha hexagram 59, line 5, and in response, she spontaneously thinks of the exact same moment. And then, I just happen to think this might be a good time to mention my Buffy reading, which is not something I do every time this line comes up. Really, anyone might think there was something in this divination stuff. Anyway, that's all for this time. Thank you so much for listening, and I do hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to share a reading of your own on the podcast, you just need to visit onlineclaritycouk forward slash share, that's O-N-L-I-N-E-C-L-A-R-I-T-Y dot C-O forward slash S-H-A-R-E, and book yourself a slot. This is free as a thank you for sharing your reading. If you'd like some help with a reading or readings that you don't want to share on the podcast, then the best value way to get that is to join Change Circle, Clarity's core membership. Membership includes access to courses and private forums, and also each in chats with me. You can read more about that at onlineclarity.co.uk forward slash circle. That's O-N-L-I-N-E-C-L-A-R-I-T-Y dot C-O dot U-K forward slash C-I-R-C-L-E.